jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! Regrets? I have a few. Just a few? Just a few, honestly. That's it? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay, okay. Surprisingly. Um... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I meant I could count them on a few hands. My bad. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Certainly more than two. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Here we are on day of the three-three-inning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm not going to try anymore. I know that we're on the, the back half. I know that much, and that's all I care to know. Day floor? Three. Day floor. (laughs) <laughs> three three inning um, um there's a light at the end of the tunnel could be a train we'll find out i hope it's a train <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hope, I hope it's a train i hope someone put a penny on that track and it's it's just gonna take my head off like in final destination <laughs> this is we have re, we are women on the verge absolutely uh it's become almost like it's become like um not just an endurance test but now like a a, it's it's becoming physically incarnate it's affecting my body and my neurology (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm. i don't know what's going on ever no i just we just before we started recording I uh, I told Anthony that I forgot that I had to edit this show tonight, and I got really excited because I was like, "Oh, all I have to do I have to record about the Urban Legend Bloody Mary, and then all I have to do is watch the movie that we're going to talk about tomorrow." Yay! And then I had the realization, "No, you have to edit the show." Um, but that's not the first time today that I have forgotten that I have to do that. <laughs> In Admittedly, a week of doing that every day. Every single day I do that. So one would think (laughs) that the thought would follow. However. However. But we only have a few days left to raise some money. I cannot believe. Oh my God. How much everyone is really stepping up for this fundraiser. It is just astonishing. It's absolutely spectacular. Uh, Clearly... What we are suffering through right now, it, it, all all of this is absolved by the and 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 for such a worthy cause, because motherfucker, Stacy, our listeners have raised five thousand six hundred seventy five dollars. <laughs> that is like a thousand dollars more than when we recorded yesterday. Yeah, that's over. That's like like thirteen to fourteen hundred more than where we were at this time yesterday. Oh my god, you guys! Yes, yesterday we didn't even we, I didn't even get to do the click click fingers on the show. No, we were waiting to get to forty five hundred, which was the last goal. We're already within just a few hundred dollars away of getting to the next goal as of recording this, getting to our next goal of six thousand dollars. Which, let me remind you, is very close to where we uh, left off the last three inning. We raised, I think, about $6,250-something for the NBJC, for the National Black Justice Coalition. Yeah. Right now, we are going head-to-head with that $6,000 goal. We're going head-to-head with last year's. We're at $5,675 for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum amazing thank you everybody i've seen people spreading the word retweeting tweeting whatever uh just leaving comments and everything it's really fantastic to 
like to be supporting us as we do this madness uh, with the daily episodes, but more importantly, to be supporting this cause mm-hmm. and donating. And it's just like, what a great little community we have. Mm-hmm. Right? For real. It, for real. And it really it's especially especially in this <laughs> in this year when life is trying. Mm-hmm. perhaps more trying than it's ever been for many of us yeah to see this kind of this kind of coming together over something as silly as watching the third franchise entry in horror films yes there's that aspect but also over something as important as supporting the cause of the national asian pacific american women's forum mm-hmm. is pretty wicked because every one of these dollars every single one goes to their work to empower asian american and pacific islander women and girls and mm-hmm. it's just wicked. Yeah, there's no fees. We don't, the money doesn't come to us at all. It's going to go, when this is over, it's going to go directly to the organization. All we get out of this is brain worms. <laughs> yeah. Brain worms, brain fog, soft brain. Yeah. Well, your clicky finger is getting a workout. I the don't clicky. Like, I don't like it. But clicky finger, it, she's buff, she's svelte. She's uh, buff she's, and svelte. It's a weird looking finger, Stacy. <laughs> okay, but hey, she's getting. I'm not, sh- I'm not finger shaming. Thank you. <laughs> she's getting her reps. <laughs> she's thick. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it too. I just, I just, once again, I, I cannot believe it, and the fact that. Even when I think we're beginning to slow, that we just consistently keep making goals and keep outdoing it. We're already almost like 20 donors over where we were at last year for our total donor number. Wow. Um, and we still, this is, this is a genuine question. We have how many days left? <laughs> I don't know. We have today's movie and then we have two more movies to talk about and watch. And then this is, this goes out. I don't, don't, let's not go there. See, I already made a mistake online. I said, I said, um, four, there's four days, there's three days left of the three inning, everyone. I said that yesterday, but te- but then uh, our listener, Philip, who came to our live show, thank you, Philip, then pointed out, hey, there's four days left for us. I was like, thank you. I don't understand how time works. I think until we get down to like the finish line, I think we should not, you and I, should not talk about actual numbers of days. We're going to no. go th- through the weekend for sure. And then and this is probably going to, like, Sunday will be our last episode of the re-three inning. Yes, yes. But the campaign will probably stay open for a couple of days until we upload on Wednesday. Yes. How many days is that? That's for God to decide. How many corns is it? <laughs> Now, how many corns? That's another matter entirely. <laughs> um, so, so there's time. There's several movies. Uh, bless everyone's heart. Yesterday we talked about Return of the Living Dead Part 3. When I posted about it today, when I said, hey, the episode is available, some people got really excited that we were talking about that movie because they love it and she's their favorite zombie and all this other stuff. And I, every time that happens... When we post about the episode and someone's like, yay, I love this one. I'm so excited. And I have to have that thought of like, oh, no, now you're going to listen to it. And we didn't like it. Yeah, listen to an hour of us shoving peacock peacock feathers down our throats. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, who knows what will happen tomorrow when I post about this episode. (laughs) All of it stands. Yeah, all of the the tens of thousands of people who love Urban Legend Bloody Mary. Uh, I wonder how they'll be feeling. Because if there's one thing I have learned from this immediate experience of watching Urban Legend Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. And therefore, if there's one thing I've learned in this entire re-threeing, in the entire history of this podcast, it's that you cannot pin your hopes on one scene of computer spiders. (laughs) (laughs) 
literally, when we were making our playlist or like our programming, our pro- it's not a playlist. We're programming this. You know, this is a this is a programmatic schedule. Um, as we were making our program, program. Thank you. Um, I I think we at some point we just said, oh, there's Urban Legends Bloody Mary, and literally the first thing Stacy go- says is. There's computer spiders in it. And we said, okay, great. And we put it on the list. Yeah, that was all it took. And I've just been talking. I'm like, it's got computer spiders. I remember the computer spiders. Computer spiders. (laughs) And then I got to the computer spiders last night watching this. And I was like, really, Stacey? (laughs) Really? And yet, I will say, I didn't hate it. I mean, I had seen no. it before. I don't hate this movie. Um, I enjoy it. If I enjoy seems too strong, but I uh, had warmer feelings toward it than I did for Return of the Living Dead Three. Absolutely. Which I actively did not like. Uh, but Urban, I I know it's Urban Legends Bloody Mary, but I don't like saying that. I just say Urban Legend Bloody Mary. Okay. Oh, you're. I do, I do what I feel like. I'm an iconoclast. I'm a maverick. <laughs> okay. That love, is it or, love it or leave it. That is what Sarah Palin said about you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. She sure did. From her helicopter. <laughs> um, uh, it's it, This movie is kind of like a, if anything, I want to pat it on the head and say, oh, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> tried <laughs> yeah kind it's of. not a, it's not exactly a like end of babe that'll do pig it's like the the much 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 lesser it's the other pig at the other side of the farm it's the pig that doesn't have any legs and is, <laughs> yeah. like, is just like a pig tube with a tail and a head and it rolls around and you're like oh it looks at you with that enduring eye because it only has one And you're like, no. Endearing. It's endearing. And that's how I feel about this. I didn't actively dislike it. I just, it's it's a benign kind of movie. It feels like a little bit like Goosebumps After Dark. Yes. Yes. And that's kind of strange when you think about the original film, which is its own beast (laughs) to say the least but was a 90s slasher movie you know what i mean and and fit into that paradigm and then this so for this to go full goosebumps after dark you say like who is this for exactly yeah but it's a thing (laughs) it's a it's a thing this is true urban legends bloody mary is a noun technically it is a noun Technically, it qualifies as a movie. <laughs> Technically, Mary Lambert directed this. Just I watched the I watched the special feature after the film on the DVD. Yeah, and Mary Lambert in the begin, it's like it has Mary Lambert. I don't know if she's high. I don't know what. I don't know if she just is completely cashed out and doesn't care. I don't know what's going on. But she goes, "I made this movie because I really like movies with uh, girl villains." And she's like, "And in this one, like." This one also has that surprise because, like, you watch it and you don't know if the villain... You don't know that the villain is a girl or a ghost until the ending. And I was like, what movie did you make? (laughs) What movie did you think you were making? Her name is in the title! (laughs) She consistently shows up and kills people and you say, oh, that is a dead ghost woman. (laughs) Did Mary Lambert read the script? Mary Lambert claims it's a final, it's a revelation and surprise at the end of the, because she goes, you expect, everyone expects it to be the random guy that's killing people because of the- No one expects that at all, I promise. That's like, I don't know if she was stoned and she was thinking it and saying it backwards. Mm, Because like, it could, it, sure, everyone knows it's a ghost and the, and the dead lady, but nobody, you don't know until the last scene that there's the killer dude, really. But she's saying, no, everyone knows it's the killer dude because it's an urban legend movie. Nobody saw the last twist coming at the end that the killer was actually a ghost woman. 
That's who made this movie. It's someone that didn't actually know what was happening in it. Because I hope she was too cool not paying attention and being like, I'm Mary fucking Lambert. Exactly. I directed Like a Virgin. I directed Like a Virgin. I made Madonna with David Venture. Like, yeah. what? I'm good. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. I made Pet Cemetery too. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 2005. 2005. I did have the thought last night. Like, it, it for some reason, I started to think about Shocktober oh, yeah. and Final Girl. I don't think that this made the list. What? Yeah. But what? I did wonder, is this someone's favorite movie? I want to meet them. Like, does that person exist in the world? That even if they think it maybe it's not that great or whatever, like they saw it at the right time or they're a big Redbox Mara stan or whatever, but they're just like, yeah, oh, Urban Legends Bloody Mary? Yeah, that's my favorite movie. I just, I just wonder. I just wonder. They have the poster. Yeah. That they had to print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had it converted to 35. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just like... You wonder, because you, you think, like, every movie is somebody's favorite movie. And so I just wonder who that person is, and what if was, they actually exist. What was that movie that you saw, like, the day you quit your job, and you went in- House on Haunted Hill! Yeah! And, like, so you have a love for that movie. Right. Because of, like, the sort of combination of events that led to the day that you saw it, right? Yes. Yeah, the personal connection that you have to it. And therefore you have the warm fuzzies for House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Starring Chris Kattan and Famke Jensen. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, and Ali Larder. Um, so, I think, I absolutely, there's got to be someone that has an Urban Legends Bloody Mary day. Yeah, they watched it at a slumber party when they were 12. <laughs> you know, like someone gets warm fuzzies over Urban Legend Bloody Mary, and I say good for you. Mm-hmm. I want to meet that person, and I want to say... You are doing the work of keeping us all lighthearted and in check. Yes. If you're listening to this, whoever you are, please come to our next live show if you can and say, it's me. (laughs) I'm the one. Just say that. Yeah. And then open your jacket and have your Urban Legend Bloody Mary t-shirt on. Yeah. And then have your face explode into spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this movie is not good. <laughs> it's not good. And yet, like you were alluding to, of the enjoy seems like a strong word. Right. But, but I, it's fine. I have to say, Stacey, I had such a better time with this than Return of the Living Dead 3. And I apologize to the people that listened, that loved Return of the Living Dead 3 and were excited that we were doing it. I, I also, I appreciate you as well. Yes. But for me... I had to slog through that movie, which I almost turned off several times, but out of the, the goodness of my heart and my caring for this fundraiser, I didn't. And Anthony is not really one. I don't think I've ever heard you say before that you did turn a movie off or you almost turned a movie off. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. No, and in the saga of this show, I mean, in like the three year, how, oh God, how long have we been, in the time that we've been doing this, I've only like hated like two things we've ever watched. Yeah. But Return of the Living Dead, it just, when it's in the middle of the marathon and coming off of Exorcist 3, which I, timing. I can't stop thinking about, I fucking, I've already bought the Blu-ray and the book, because I loved it, <laughs> I loved it that much. I um, love it. I love it that much. Coming off of that, Return of the Living Dead 3 was just, it's just not, you're n- out of my house. You're not welcome here. Yeah. Urban Legends Bloody Mary, this is, once again, the the weird roly-poly pig with the one eye is it. I found her in my yard, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you are a pig as well. Yes, and I am invested in you doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Go you. Go pig. It, it's doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie owes, they do cite by name Candyman. Because, of course, Bloody Mary, when Candyman came out, of course, you know, Bloody Mary is going to come up because they are summoned basically the same way. You look in the mirror and you say Bloody Mary or Candyman. 
three times or five times or however many times and then they appear behind you or whatever yeah clive barker was just lazy actually yeah yeah so they do cite Candyman. Um, however, I think this movie owes a far, far Grand Canyon greater size debt to Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Thank you. This movie is Prom Night 2 meets The Rage Carry 2 meets Final Destination meets <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Meets clip art. Meets clip art. Meets, finally, the franchise it belongs to, Urban Legend. Yeah, yep. This movie is far and away all, it's a mishmash of all of those. Which actually was kind of funny because at 2005, this this is after the time of the teen slasher. Right. Of the 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s teen slasher. This is kind of an afterthought. Or if, if you're um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, an afterbirth, because um, he did write that line in Hamilton. But this is, this is it, it's interesting to me that it does actually just kind of summarize and combine all of those movies. Mm-hmm. Plus Prom Night 2 is like the, the core gist. Yeah. All the way down to when it started, did I expect that like doo-wop beat and it's in the titles that say Salt Lake City 1969. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, she ends up in a trunk, roofie incident, Mary's in a trunk, no one finds her. She dies. That's the whole intro. (laughs) 30 years later, intrepid girl reporter, Redbox Mara. Tells her friends about the urban legend of Bloody Mary. You know, you look in the mirror and you say Bloody Mary three times. Whatever. So she doesn't look in a mirror. No! But but she does say Bloody Mary three times. And for some reason, this uh, summons the ghost of Mary. Mary O the Trunk. Um, <laughs> who then... Uh, <laughs> we don't know that it's her, but she uh, then kills the children of the the boys who roofied her and left her for dead 30 years before. And then for some reason, intrepid girl reporter has a connection to this Bloody Mary, I guess, because she summoned her. She has to find the body and bury it the ring style. Oh, right. It's also meets the ring. <laughs> And then Mary kills the last dude who, in a shocking twist that everybody sees coming, um, (laughs) the guy who actually roofied her and stuffed her in the trunk and all of this, uh, she kills him. And that's the the end of the movie. That's the whole movie. It's true. And there's a nebulous tie to urban legends. Like, each of the deaths is very, like you said, Final Destination-esque. Another fucking tanning bed death. Yeah, which actually predates Final Destination 3. Right, but post-dates Killer Workout. Very much post-date. I mean, Rhonda Johnson was a formative tanning (laughs) bed death. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And small business owner. Um, But the tanning bed gets so hot that the dude's body is completely, like, Cajun blackened, charbroiled, like... Skeleton. Like, skeletonized, like he's been roasting for three days, and yet the machine is fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, the whole place hasn't burnt down. The whole place hasn't burnt down. Uh, Betsy the Incredible. Was Betsy my favorite part of the movie? I think maybe she was. Let's be real. The star of this film. <laughs> Thank you. The star of this film is Betsy. And Anna Pole as Betsy. <laughs> Betsy with her patented 2005 hair streaks, her patented 2005 belly button jewelry. Her pink cell phone. Her pink cell phone. Her French tipped nails. Shut up. No way. (laughs) It is. Shut up. (laughs) It is. And yet, like, that's kind of all she has to do is be like, oh my God, shut up while she's on the phone. Totally. And yet, somehow, it's still a terrible performance. (laughs) But it's so good. 
she's the clerk at the Waikiki Beach Tanning Salon, and I was just like, where's her story? I love, this is why I, I do have to admit, I've been dancing around it, but I have warm fuzzies for this movie, thanks to the tanning bed sequence. The computer spiders, which were talked up a lot going in, were pretty good. Yeah. Betsy, though. But Betsy in the tan... Betsy, queen of tan kingdom. She's the real computer spider. He's like... Mary Lambert's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna film this boy with... I'm gonna show his crotch. Yeah, crotch shot. <laughs> she's like moving the camera back and forth, and she's like, yeah, nobody's gonna know the ghost is a killer. <laughs> yeah, look at that crotch. And then he starts getting cooked... And then she's just, you keep cutting back to Betsy going, yeah, totally. Shut up. Totally. (laughs) And then at one point, because he tells her, you know, his time limit or whatever. And she goes, what? Wait, what time is it? (laughs) Oh, shit. Roger. (laughs) And then cut to the shot of her running down the hallway full of smoke going, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I was standing up clapping. From now on, when I think about this movie, yes, I will still cite the computer spiders. But I will say it's got computer spiders and it's got Betsy. So I live for her. Because she deserves it. She absolutely deserves it. I can't believe, I see I rented it digitally, so I did not get those special features. I can't believe that Mary Lambert would honestly think (laughs) that anyone thinks it's anyone but the ghost <laughs> killing people. She literally says, but then at the end, you get that double surprise where you realize it's him and the ghost girl. <laughs> this movie has zero surprises. There's not a one. The only surprise is that uh, Red Box Mara's brother gets killed like off screen. And you think he's going to come back because you don't see it. And one character was like, oh, yeah, he's dead anyway. And he's been such an important character. But then the end of the movie comes and you're like, oh, I guess he actually was dead. Yeah. And Rooney Mara's like clearly fine with it. Or Kate Kate Mara. I'm sorry. But did you notice Rooney slash Patricia Mara is in this film? Is she? Yeah, she's the girl. She was the girl sitting in front of um, Kate Mara in the classroom. She's the one gossiping Uh that the girl said, hey, don't talk like that or whatever. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, Patricia Mara billed as girl number one. (laughs) Wow. This was when she was still Patricia Mara. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now I'll have to watch it again, I guess. You do. That was so weird, right? It was really weird. He's just dead. He's just dead. She she hears like, oh, he's like, your brother's dead. And she's like, I'm going to beat you up, stepdad, mayoral candidate dad. (laughs) (laughs) And then then they're both okay. Like, okay, yay, we saved Mary. Wait, my brother's dead? <laughs> like, that was so weird. Yeah, they don't mention him again. I love, I love too, that Mary Lambert was like, okay, we've got to end this with um, the last shot of the movie to really bring home the emotional impact of her losing her brother. <laughs> Have a news person tell us everything that just happened. <laughs> and fade out on that. That's how you pack a real emotional wallop. Maybe Mary Lambert actually thought we really needed to to tell. We needed to. That, that's the surprise. Is that he, well? He she Bill. probably. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were in such shock that she probably thought that the actual ending of the movie didn't register because our minds were so fucking just blown <laughs> out of our heads <laughs> by being like, "What? <laughs> He's the mayoral candidate and the killer." It's the ghost that I thought it was the whole time. (laughs) And she's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she must have thought that we were reeling from that. So she's like, okay. I don't want them. They can't rewind when they're seeing this at the Cineplex. So let's have the news reporter literally tell us what we just watched. (laughs) It's so good. It's brilliant. And you know... I've been, I've, I've been, I'm not trying to knock Mary, but I have a, only attributed it to her so far, but that's unfair because this movie was written by Michael Doherty and Dan Harris, um, who, you know, m- wrote the X-Men movies. Michael Doherty did Trick or Treat and Krampus. Dan Harris did Imaginary Heroes, aka the Sigourney Weaver American Beauty. They wrote this film. Yeah, there's a lot of people to blame. 
And I'm sad you didn't get the special feature because it is very strange between Mary Lambert just not knowing what film she's on the set of. And then uh, even like even even Kate Mara is like, oh, yeah, yeah, the effects are really good in this movie. They're really scary. And then she like kind of does like a weird Stevie smile at the camera. Like every like I think everyone it was just a giant con scheme. So I'm fascinated. I wonder what was going on. Maybe there's tax sheltering involved or probably, something. Probably, probably. For everybody. Probably. And yet, it's not the, It's not so bad that it's like a raucous, good-bad movie. Mm-hmm. It, it never, ever reaches those heights, unless you become a Betsy Stan, if you're yeah. one of those kind of people. Um, even the computer spiders is uh, not worth the hype I've given it. It's cute. The, the spiders are cute. Like, it doesn't reach those lofty heights, but it's also not... It, again, it deserves a pat on the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all... It's weird enough. It's weird enough that it, it kept my interest. But, yeah, there, there's there's peaks and there's valleys, and there's certainly more valleys than peaks. <laughs> yeah. And when I say it's Goosebumps After Dark, the only reason why I say After Dark is because there's some blood in it. Yeah. And marijuana use. But, I mean, but otherwise... <laughs> mm-hmm bad kids but otherwise it's really just an episode of goosebumps it's well and that's what i was i was like oh she's killing people with urban legends she's final destination i'm sorry she's final destinationing them with urban legends i get it now when the spiders uh because my brain has gone soft but i was like this is oh this is a scary story to tell in the dark mm-hmm. but then with but with actually but with blood why 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 does she she gets bitten by the spider right heather gets bitten by the spider in this in this in the night and then she wakes up and she her face immediately explodes (laughs) into spiders why does she start peeling her face off (laughs) she's covered in spider they're all like spilling out of her face wound and then something and then she (laughs) does what i do which is to throw my face into a mirror and shatter it and then have um, Julie Scissorhands m- mirror shards sticking out of my face. And then she just starts peeling her face off. <laughs> it seems a little extreme. It's a little extreme. Did she think she was, like, scratching them off or, like, <laughs> right. brushing them away? But she was like, oh, I accidentally scalped my face. I've only ever heard, I guess that's scary stories, you're right. Because the only spider urban legend I've heard is where they lay eggs in a lady's down belows. And that's <gasps> where the that's where the spiders come out. That's just the gross version, I guess. The grosser version, I guess. What what fucked up Connecticut urban legends have you got? <laughs> you never heard that? Okay. Well. You New Englanders are fucked up, man. <laughs> hey man, we got witches and vampires. That's tr- and and downstairs spiders. <laughs> downstairs spiders? Witches? Vampires? We're good. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. And then the other urban legends that are in the movie are just kind of like, all right, a guy pees on an electric fence. <laughs> that, that was funny. Uh, that was funny. And then there's... And go, His dick's smoking. <laughs> I liked that guy, the guy who peed on the electric fence, because he was so stupid. And I mean, I mean, like, literally, he was like the dumb jock. He just kind of, like, he had that dumb jock hair. His, like, pasta hair. <laughs> yeah. And then I think his only lines were like, what? What are we going to do now? <laughs> Is that a good idea? Yeah, he's totally like the, hey, boff, kind of idea. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> very, very Patrick on Spongebob, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just that kind of doofus. What do you mean, boss? And so I liked him. I liked him. He goes to pee on that fence. God gets electrocuted. Yeah. And then the one with the dog, just okay. I was, uh, I was in, I was uh, when it because what they they go to Grace's house. Grace is one of the original survivors of the three the boys that were gonna date rape these girls. Mm -hmm. And Grace gets away with it, and then she becomes sort of. Not the Loretta Divine stand-in, if you're keeping <laughs> yeah. with Urban Legend, but, like, she is the awesome black femme who is there 
they shake her up enough and that she's just high all the time and, and just like wants to sleep and everyone she just wants teenagers to stop coming into her house yeah so i was like i don't know if this is like a negative depiction but i kind of love her yeah but, yeah but um so she's painting she's connected to mary because she she mary talks to her too just like like she does to kate mara and so she does these paintings of what's gonna happen to people and one of them is a dog hanging and its entrails all spilled out and and naturally that happens and i was upset but then i was like well at least the dog is like the stuffed dog you win at the fair it was a very very stuffed dog <laughs> but that myth right so the urban legend is the people can lick too yeah so the the, the this guy this kid the footballer what he lives in a motel room <laughs> whatever reason because he is a teenager who plays football <laughs> so he lives in a motel room and he watches you know the 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 scrambled porn on tv and he as he sits there drinking his 40 he lets his one hand dangle off the bed so that his like pitbull rottweiler can lick it i hate it why does and so like a whole scene like an entire night passes of just his dog licking his hands and earlier they make a point of showing in close up the dog licking kate mara's hand and <laughs> i couldn't remember what was going on and i'm like does the dog have acid saliva or something that's what i thought like what's going on with all this licking and then at, so then he he falls asleep he wakes up you still you still hear <laughs> And it's like ridiculous fully. And then he goes to the closet because he hears a sound and the dog's hanging there. And in blood, kind of like when Daniel Harris dies in the first urban legend, there's a message in blood and it says people can lick too. But he doesn't even like take that into account. No. So there's no sense of like whose hand was I holding. Right. But then I'm stuck there asking, you're telling me. The ghost. The the ghost of, of Mary. Who is called Bloody Mary, but let's be real, she's not Bloody Mary. No. The ghost of Mary, in her scheme to get vengeance for men trying to rape her. (laughs) Which also, he walks into the room before that any of that happens. He walks in the room and he's like, oh, what have you been eating or whatever to his dog? Because it smells really bad. Yeah. So we're to assume that her ghost snuck into the room and smells bad. No, the dog farted. You didn't hear the dog fart? It was the dog farting? If it well, it, it was they showed the dog and there was a fart noise. I assume it was the dog. Oh. fart. I guess it could have been Mary. I was looking for deeper meaning. I missed the fart. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed that she smelled her ghost smelled really bad, and that she spent all night laying under that bed. Which actually, that still tracks. All night laying under the bed, licking his hand, she... just so she could get the setup of the blood message. I'm like, is this the afterlife? <laughs> right this is her plan it's a terrible plan (laughs) like why would she be killed first off with just the exception of them trying to pay tribute to elm street why is she killing the children right they ask that question grace just says oh the sins of the fathers something then she falls asleep (laughs) holding a bong (laughs) yeah they were really scraping the barrel for urban legends at this point. <laughs> you know. Why would she kill people? Why would she use urban legends to kill people? Because she became an urban legend, so then maybe she has to. Maybe it's the, the urban legend code. But how is she Bloody Mary? At no, I mean, I guess at one point... At one point... I know, I know. Mary Lambert thought it was a twist that she was also dead. But, like, at one point... <laughs> She shows up in a mirror, like Kate Mara looks in a mirror and she sees Mary and then Mary goes, and then she after effects away and becomes Kate Mara's reflection again. Mm -hmm. But besides that, there's no mirror action. Anthony, her name was Mary. (laughs) Okay. That's the whole thing. I guess you become bloody Mary by default. So she was an, She started doing the urban legend thing because she's like, oh, they talked about Bloody Mary. Hey, that's my name. And they said, instead of looking in a mirror, they laid on a, on a floor with blankets and said it out loud three times. So <laughs> yes. that's summoning me. Yes. So therefore, and since they had just had a conversation about how urban legends 
aren't ghost stories but they're urban legends that means that i should use the urban legends to kill the children of the people that did this to me duh is that hard to understand just think though here's the real (laughs) here's the real tragedy is that if her name was like whatever jennifer none of this would have happened and no one ever would have found her body in that trunk That's true. There's no bloody Jennifer urban legend, so... No. So thank goodness her name was Mary. This is true. It, really, that was her a saving grace for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Just think, 30 years, no one ever smelled her body decomposing in that room. Yeah, in the school. In the school. No one ever went in there for 30 years, I guess. Like, in prom night, it makes sense that it's just a, a prop chest with, like, prop regalia yeah. yeah it's not her dead body yeah nobody's gonna yeah exactly yeah her body burnt up and then explodes out of the girl she's possessed yeah but this <laughs> i love when i love when came was running around with that skeleton at one point she drops her and you just yeah. hear all the bones go <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gets up to run she has to pick up all the ribs <laughs> see when i you remember things like that and it's like wait a minute this movie rules exactly right she picks up all the ribs and then she keeps running she keeps running and she gets that she gets to grace and grace's mystery machine and then grace is um (laughs) she's you you think because like the doors aren't locked or anything and and kate mara's just run from a killer who mary lambert you know is is, is trying to one over us with this now the introduction of a man killer and so Kate Mara has locked him in this room. She runs out to that mystery machine with the, with the bones. And she goes, oh no, Grace is dead. Oh no, Grace. And then they never actually say whether or not Grace is dead. We just are we just are made to assume and, and know by the fact that she shows up later that Grace is just really asleep. I love that. It's, it actually fooled me again. Because it's like, well, you've got the trope of like, obviously the black character getting killed. And you also have the trope of how many times have we seen... Like, the cop in the cop car outside who's supposed... Like, in Black Christmas, like, supposed to be watching the house or whatever. Yeah, and they're dead. And they're dead. And so you think that that's what's happening. It's like, no, she was actually just passed out. She's asleep. And then she gets... She falls asleep again at the cemetery. She goes to fight... (laughs) She goes to fight mayoral candidate Bill Owens. And then he he punches her and then she falls asleep again. And then she shows up again. Yeah. We see her asleep. She's a... I think she's a narcoleptic. Too much weed. Well, that's the thing, right? Because when when Kate Mara is trying to jostle her awake because a killer is trying to get into their van, she's trying to jostle her awake. And she goes, I love this line. She goes, damn, that's some chronic. Yeah. <laughs> Which it stri- that really much strikes me as a line that Kate Mara's girl detective character would say. Absolutely. Is damn, that's some chronic. Yeah. And she's trying to outrace a killer. Uh, what a movie. <laughs> what a movie. Right? Look, I love, do I love it? Do I love her so much as Bloody Mary? <laughs> it's, we're making it sound a lot better than it is. It is not a raucous bad movie good time, like I said. It's not, it's really not. It's not a spectacle that it's one to put on at a Halloween party so that you and your friends can sit around and have a grand old time. It is not that movie, but it's got the Rumpelstiltskin effect of, like, talking about it makes you think it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little Pontypool, right? Once you start talking about it, it mutates. (laughs) It mutates, yeah. Next thing you know, you're trying to shove your face into someone's mouth. (laughs) Yeah. You're saying, I love Bloody Mary! (laughs) But, I mean, honestly, I mean, a big takeaway to me is that, like, the computer spiders are kind of the least of it. Yeah, So that's, that's, that's a twist I didn't see coming, Mary Lambert. See, see, she says, gotcha. Gotcha. So, actually, this was a, this was, this was, um, more of a on the rise. This is more of an on the rise sort of occasion Mm -hmm. for us to watch this. This is, this is definitely pulling us out of the pit yeah oh for sure for sure and i feel confident that we will continue to rise throughout the rest of this re-threening oh yes or at least tomorrow we will at least tomorrow we will (laughs) who knows about our our grand finale which i can't wait for (laughs) the the grand finale is gonna 
I don't know how it's going to go, but it's going to go one way or the other. <laughs> that is absolutely true. But that is the grand finale. Tomorrow's mm-hmm. movie is the 2003 Korean film Wishing Stairs. Hell yeah! Which is the third film in the Whispering Corridors series that I've been hounding Anthony about forever. We did cover Memento Mori, which is the second film mm-hmm. in the series been hounding anthony about watching more of them anthony has steadfastly just refused i've just refused um and so here's finally an opportunity to talk about the third movie i can't wait uh anyone that wants to watch this if you can't if you're having a trouble finding out your usual streamings uh if you have your library card you can access the wishing stairs and actually all of the whispering corridors films i think with the exception of the ones that haven't come out yet the new one um, you can access Wishing Stairs through both the Canopy and Hoopla streaming programs that uh, are set up with libraries. So. Nice. Do it. That's, that's how I'm going to watch it. I'm going to support my local library by watching a movie for free online. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Wishing Stairs is good shit. Directed by a woman. Directed by the woman who directed Yoga Hakwan. Oh, wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Yoga Hakwan. Mm-hmm. You tricked me, though, when you said directed by a woman. I thought you were going to say... Mary Lambert. <laughs> That's the twist. It could be Bloody Mary. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to watch it and talk about it. Me too. I love that series. I love that series, and I'll never stop saying I love that series. So everyone, get used to it. If everybody would just watch all of them, there are five of them right now. The sixth one is on the way. If you would just watch all five of them, I could shut up for a minute. <laughs> You all are the reason why Stacy can't shut up. You're the reason why I'm insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> it is us. It is this is our yeah. problem. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I loved Memento Mori. Um so I can't wait for Wishing Stairs. Yeah. Oh, Memento Mori. Come on. It, it will be nice, especially after these two movies. Yeah, to go back to something good. Oh, and yeah. to, you know, have a, to for us to talk about another Asian movie that you know that we love. Even if, even if it's like, I mean, I can't even say even if it's a bad movie because they just don't register in my mind as bad because I just still have such a great time with these movies. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about that tomorrow. But like, absolutely. Yeah. They're even... For, for I think for me, for both of us, even a subpar Asian horror film is just far and away so much more exciting and interesting than... Yes. And this is a good one. I will tell you that Wishing Stairs absolutely made an appearance on my Shocktober list of everybody's favorite horror films. Ooh! So, can't wait. It's a good movie. Can't wait. And yeah, I'm just yeah, excited yeah. to get to watch another because I feel like we've already watched all the ones that people can easily access. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hence why we haven't been able to do episodes on, like, X-Cross or, uh... Or White. White, Melody of Curse, or any of the others, because it's a little harder to find those, and we like to make it accessible for you all. We try to make it accessible, but eventually we're gonna run out, and we're gonna... At some point, we're gonna snap. It's it's gonna snap, we're gonna go so obscure, and it's gonna be our dollar DVD collection. Stacy! Yes, yes. Are you ready to lay on the... Lay on the floor... With your blanket and say out loud to the sky, chops breast three times. <laughs> and then the heads, they will appear. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, it's supposed to be a mirror, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm ready, I think. I think. I think I'm ready. Listen, yesterday was a trial. If you listen to yesterday's episode, you know that I went on a journey during my last question. Um, the wrong answer remained out of my reach. Um, and so am I ready to return to once again place my head on the express? And play this question and answer game where you give me a category that consists of five questions and I have 10 seconds to answer each question. And if I don't answer in time or I answer incorrectly, I will get my head cut off by our non-binary executioner, the heads they. Unless I take my one opportunity to cry out, I want the wig. 
In which case, Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2 will appear on my head magically, and the heads they will be confused, and this will earn me 10 extra seconds. Am I ready to do that, Anthony? Well, I might as well. Well, Hamlet. <laughs> I, Stacy, masterful. I love that you turn that into a soliloquy with as a in the form of a question well done thank you very much thank i feel you. like you deserve a chops press award already just for oh that. thank you man well it's you know yesterday like i said it was uh this is the thing sometimes the spress giveth sometimes well actually it's it's taken away all week hasn't it has either of us won at all this week you won. I won. I won the first one. Fuck you. What? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very happy for you. Uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you do not win. I haven't won in forever. You made it to four? Making four? it to five? Did you make it to five? I made, Yesterday was my fifth question. Yeah. And then I died. But the thing is, it doesn't matter if it's question one or question five. If you lose, you no longer have a head. Yeah, you're dead. If, I mean, while the pig can get by with no arms, no legs. Well, I guess they don't have arms. They have all legs. (laughs) But the pig can have no legs and only one eye and be fine, but cut off its head. (gasps) No! I'm just saying. You know, if that pig was on Instagram, I would so follow it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Of course, everybody would. That's most of my feed is like mutant animals. <laughs> but If wow. this was, you know, if you get a question wrong, if we're going to chop off one of your limbs or something, I could continue to exist as a Stacy tube. <laughs> Boxing Stacy. <laughs> Boxing Stacy. Continue to exist. But without a head, it's very difficult. So who's on the express? I'm on the express first. I know that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, do you want to know your category? I do. That would in, be helpful. In honor of uh, Ghost Girl Bloody Mary, who is not actually Bloody Mary, I'm giving you today the category of hashtag not my killer. This category, hashtag not my killer, is all about imposters in horror films. Uh, designer imposters, I should say. So there you go. Great. I think you're going to get these, Stacy. You said that yesterday. You came so close. We are very encouraging of one another. We always think that we're the other person's going to get all of them. And I mean that in a genuine sense. Like, I truly do. When I say, I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm not trying to puff you up. But, I don't know. I just don't feel confident. But I want to win. So let's do it. I will name all those fakies. There's that fighting spirit. That's right. Now, all right, you ready? I'm gonna win today. Um, okay, question one. Not my killer, Stacy. Hashtag not my killer, question one. In Platinum Dunes, atrocious Friday the 13th remake, a tunnel-digging Jason Voorhees lures teenagers onto his territory with what? Was Pot Farm? Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Oh, okay. Ding, ding, ding! See, you did it! Well, I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) There's that winning spirit. (laughs) We would have also accepted the word weed. Weed. Uh, Okay, hashtag not my killer. Question two. The Child's Play remake featured a lesbian brat's version of Chucky, but this time he wasn't called a good guy doll. What was the name given to this new Bluetooth responsive doll brand instead? Oh no! Oh! Oh, um, uh, uh, buddy? Ding, ding, ding! I almost said Grammy. (laughs) I wish. If you had said that, you would have also gotten a correct answer. You would have gotten a correct answer. Because Uh-oh. it is true. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, see, this is the point. See, people who haven't played this don't understand the physiological changes that occur in one's body. The sweats? Yeah. Now's the time when I feel the blood pumping. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
Hey, two out of two out of five. You're on to three now. Okay, okay. You're on to three. You're gonna get this. You're gonna get this. Okay. Now this one, this one, you have to give a couple answers potentially, 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 potentially. There is a bonus unlock in here. Okay. Not counting Michael Myers, Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers features how many recast characters? Now. There is a bonus wig unlocked, if you can name them. How many recast characters are in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers? Is this a joke? Is this a joke? I want the wig! Is this Mary Lambert coming out at the end and saying, You didn't think you'd have to fucking do that, did ya? Are you kidding me? I am so- <laughs> Oh my god! Can we all agree? Can there be a consensus? <laughs> that that was fucking bullshit? As if I'm looking for someone who's gonna like confirm what I'm thinking. Yeah, look around, Stacy. What do they tell you? They agree. My face is frozen in a rictus of rage. <laughs> I cannot believe that was the question. <laughs> I love, I love that you requested for the you called for the wig you summoned the wig well why not not to try to answer the question but to protest <laughs> the question <laughs> okay <sighs> okay <sighs> okay all right what would you have said what do you mean what would you have said for what for the answer <laughs> i don't care <laughs> I refuse. I am not giving that question one ounce of my brain jelly. Not an ounce. Not interested. I don't care how many there are. I don't care if it was everybody. I don't care if it was the entire cast and also the audience. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to even think about that movie ever again. Stacy, <clears throat> I got a few notes. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you ask why this would be a question, and I, I see, I see where you're coming from. This could be a, a little tricky one to answer in, in you know, ten to twenty seconds. Absolutely. Why does this get asked? You just gave the answer. Great. Did I win? <laughs> no, but I think the rest <laughs> of us did. <laughs> I think it's safe to say we all did, except for you. <laughs> You're like Christ Jesus. You sacrifice yourself for the betterment of the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's your turn. I'm excited! Right, please, place your head on the press for these fucking softball questions, apparently. <laughs> Question one. In 1931, when there was the Harvest Moon, uh, in Children of the Corn part, the one you've never seen, how many kernels of corn were on the third cob from the left in that one fucking deleted scene? Seven. Oh my, you asshole, you got it! (laughs) Okay. Listen, your no, feedback no. Your feedback has been noted. <laughs> we shall adjust accordingly. Okay. Well, your category in honor of Redbox Mara and her sister Rooney. This category is Sister Dear. Oh, which is all about horror movie sister duos oh yes 
You're mostly naming a movie. In one, I ask for an actress. Okay, okay. In none of them do I ask for math. Question one. (laughs) (laughs) Math being how many people are in the movie. That's right. (laughs) Not asking for you in ten seconds to think of every character in a film and compare it with every character in a film that came out 25 years earlier <laughs> and know all the actors okay there's only like five characters in the first movie so there's not a lot of chance or options okay question one sumi and suyan must contend with their wicked stepmother in the 2003 korean film a tale of two sisters what is the name of the 2009 American remake? Um, um, Elizabeth Banks in The Uninvited. Oh, you got it. Is that it? it? The last, yeah, the last second. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. My hands Question. just went full palms. Full palm sweats. <laughs> Question two. I think you'll get all these. Question two. Bridget, your sister is a werewolf in this Canadian film. Bridget? Oh, can, uh, Ginger Snaps. Yes, ding, oh, ding, ding. Oh, 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 oh. Question three. Virginia Madsen and Lily Taylor play sisters in what 1999 atrocity? The Bad Haunting. <laughs> yes, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Question four. What actress plays previously conjoined twins in the 1972 De Palma film Sisters? Um, uh, my queen! Uh, Margot Kidder? Yes, ding ding ding! Oh, 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 oh! And the fifth question! Rose and Iris eat their way to freedom from filial duties in this 2013 film. I can't say the title. It's too many words close together. We are who we, we are what we eat are. We are what we we are who we are. We are what we eat are. Sure. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Is so... any of those words in the title? Yeah. Anthony won. I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy for you. What a great result we had today. Do you want a do-over? No. Nope. Nope. Are you sure? I'm sure. Surely I will avenge my dead, rotting carcass tomorrow. You're, you're Mrs. Voorhees' tan mom. <laughs> yeah. Surely oh. uh, someone out there will place my head upon the plinth. And I'll come back to I'll come back tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll remember to bring my calculator. <laughs> your t- your Texas Instruments. My Texas Instruments calculator. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll get a question right. Who knows? <laughs> it was a sadistic question. I'll admit that. That's okay. We're doing this to, to for a fundraiser. The National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum. Hell yes. So I'll just keep that in mind when I try to sleep tonight. As you're, you're, just, you're just clutching that knife. As the steam is rising from my pillow. Yeah. That's right. It's all for a good cause. All, it everything, is. everything we are enduring, like this pig, this week. Yeah. Is all for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum. As of this moment, Stacy, another donation has come in. We have raised five thousand six hundred eighty-five dollars for the NAPAWF. Oh my goodness! And when I say we, I mean all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we did is set up the GoFundMe and make a and put ourselves through all these movies. Yeah, no kidding. This is all of you coming together and. Scrape and buy whatever you can to donate and sharing it and spreading the word. And and it's really cool. Um, thank you. Thank you, are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As of your listening to this, we're like on the third day away. There are still two more movies coming your way. Um, so that's that's two full days on top of right now. Then you're listening. 
in which you yeah. can you can donate and continue to share. You can click share on the fundraiser and share it directly to like your Facebook or social media. That helps. Um, you could send the link the, the way of some cool friends. Um, sure. What I don't I don't need to tell you all to do that. You're already doing it, and you are killing it. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you Whew. so much. I I honestly think within. I think the next within one of the next two films we could reach that six thousand dollar goal, and I think we could exceed it. And I think I'm gonna put this out into the universe. Oh my, my Katie Holmes in the film of the secret dream board. <laughs> I do need to see that movie, but my dream board. I'm putting it up there that we're gonna exceed that six thousand two hundred fifty three. I think we did last time Oof. around. Yeah, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I have faith. I think we can do it. Um, again, thank you, everybody who has given and shared and left encouraging comments. My God, for posts. Um, this is a really fun week. As as uh, brain softening it is, it's still fun. We have a great movie to watch tomorrow. We do, or to talk about tomorrow. I guess we're gonna whatever. I don't uh, know great. when with I don't know what yeah. the schedule. <laughs> yeah, the next movie we're gonna do is great. So I hope everybody can uh, manage to find it and give it a peep. Um, otherwise, you can find the links to everything on our social medias or at gaylordsofdarkness.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go jump into a big bucket of ice cubes. This sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, well, bye-bye. For a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my god! god. Oh Oh my my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, ha, ha.